2: This is The Drop Podcast, and I am so happy to have everybody back. Today, we're going to do something a little different. Normally, we will go over a game-by-game process and have a podcast for every game. Well, I figured this time, since the Blues are playing the Jets back-to-back, home and away, we would combine both of them and go over the highlights from each game. The Blues going into this series against the Jets really need some offensive push. They need to get some quality shots. They need to start bringing the defense back in on these plays and not allow these teams to, what I call is a trap in the neutral zone. It's not really like the neutral zone trap, but it's stopping the Blues from getting a lot of pressure. There's a lot of dump and chase. And these teams know the Blues have been doing that. So what these teams are doing is they're having their goalies clear the puck out quickly or having players get back there quicker than the Blues can and getting the puck out. Not a lot of super sustained pressure which is what the Blues really need to get back to, we need some guys to step up in this back-to-back. Guys like Alex Steen, guys like Patrick Berglund. We all know Vladimir Tarasenko's out there working his butt off, but even he is frustrated with the way the Blues have been scoring and the way these games have been going. We know we're going to get the best from him. Can these other guys step up? We need somebody to step up and take control of this team, a player or two, to say, okay, I'm taking the reins and I'm really going to put this team on my back and we're going to start scoring some goals. And on the defensive side, we need to start getting those rebounds out of the front of the net. We need to stop letting these guys just stand there in front of the net. We need to box them out. We need to stop making the mistakes of two guys going on one guy and leaving a player open. That has to stop in this weekend. You know, we're not even halfway through the season. But these type of slumps and scoring can last a long time. You've got to jump out of them. And I know recently the Blues have scored a decent amount of goals against Montreal and against the Red Wings where they scored six. But after that, they've been really unable to get anything going offensively. And you can say, well, they ran into some hot goaltenders. Well, these goaltenders weren't so hot before they met the Blues. So we really need a lot of stuff from these guys. And hopefully we're going to get it here sometime soon. Going into this game, the first game... We're going to be seeing Mason against Hutton. Mason's coming off of an injury. Hutton's coming off of an injury. And these guys would just play very well in this game. And it was them that would keep this game very close for both teams.
3: Plays it ahead. Shen steps in over the line. Lays it back. Tarasenko over there. And Mason stops it and covers it up. That drive off the stick of Magnus Pejarvi.
4: A good shot there by Tarasenko.
3: Now the Blues in front, and Mason got over. And Rob Sundquist, who nearly had his first goal with the Blues. And here they come. And the captain, Wheeler, he dangles in. Great move. And a pass back. And what a save by Connor Hutton on Ehlers with a wide open side. And now Ehlers taken down back of the goal. And a call has been made.
4: This is a direct result of hesitation in the neutral zone by Pareko. Doesn't get it in deep. Tries to make a short pass Tick that in, the Blues 10, aren't expecting. a two-minute minor penalty. And on the counterattack, Blake Wheeler makes a phenomenal move. Busting down the middle. And then he goes, you think he's going to the backhand. He finds his man wide open and an outstanding save by Carter Hutton.
2: We have ourselves a goalie battle here. Uh, I would say Hutton's playing better than Mason, but Mason is playing very well himself. But you know what? Sometimes you can't keep Vladimir Tarasenko off the scoreboard, and Vladdy would just get a rebound, and when he gets a rebound right in front of the net about 10 to 15 feet away, very rarely are you going to stop him. Most of the time, if you stop him, it's because he missed the net. Vladdy would put the Blues up one to nothing in the first period.
3: To the net for Stasny. Steen gets it again end of the line and now for Tarasenko and then Pareko and then Steen a drive one time a rebound Tarasenko he scores he breaks
4: the power play drought you see the size of that gorilla that just jumped off his back holy jumping Tarasenko's got the early lead and the Blues are a strong team when they score the first goal of the game First shot by Steen right on the net. You have to hit the net in these situations, and Steen does. It creates a juicy rebound and a little chaos there for the Winnipeg Jets.
2: A huge goal for the Blues and Vladimir Tarasenko. Just you need him to really start things going for you. He's the guy you rely on. He's your top scorer and one of the better players in the league. Gets his 15th goal of the year. Steen on that original shot that helped get the rebound to Tarasenko. Gets his 14th assist. Pareko gets his 15th assist. Nine minutes, 16 seconds into the first period. Power play goal. The Blues are up one to nothing, And actually, Winnipeg outshot the Blues in the first period. 15-12. A lot of shots. The goalies making great saves. Mason and Hutton. Second period, it would be... Hutton that would come up big the Blues only got six shots on Mason in the second period but Winnipeg got 21 on Carter Hutton and he would have to be strong and make some big big saves to keep the Jets off the scoreboard.
3: Myers kept it alive now for Sherrod and then Myers again and plenty of time and a drive it's on goal Hutton makes one save and he knocks the rebound on the tape of Patrick Line, a long flip out and at the line to Ehlers, to Little, and a save again by Hutton as Little got behind the Blues' defense. Good rush there by the Winnipeg
4: Jets and the difference maker being Carter Hutton. After the Blues have some pressure on the Terrasenko opportunity, comes back the other way and Little, wow, takes that forehand to the backhand and tries to get that right through the arm or squeeze it over top.
2: It is so nice to have a backup goaltender like Carter Hutton, a guy with experience that can come in and play a game in a back to back series, can give Jake Allen some relief and play like a number one goalie, like he did in this game. Like I said, 21 to 6 when a out shot the Blues in that period. Mason had to make a save, maybe, that was really a tough save for him. But Carter Hutton just kept making save after save after save and really made up for a lot of defensive mistakes the Blues made in that second period. The start of the third period would come along and it would be a tight game, still one to nothing going into, into late into the period. Mason making saves, Hutton making all of his saves, 12 shots each in the third period, but one of those shots would be from Vince Dunn, and he would put the Blues up two to nothing late in the third period.
3: And Shin wins it cleanly from Shifley. Back to Dunn. Dunn gets it back from Teresako, shoots, he scores! Dunn, a power play
4: goal! And the kid from Lindsay, Ontario, fires this one high to the blocker side with no hesitation whatsoever. I mean, no hesitation. Face-off win is critical, Shen wins it. Puck goes from Dunn to Tarasenko, and with Steen in front of the net, it buzzes the tower of Shen beyond Steen and over the mitt and into the net. What a wrist shot this
3: is. His first goal in 24 games. His third NHL goal, and the Blues take a 2-0 lead.
2: It's so nice to see Vince Dunn doing so well. He's playing very good defensively, and he's adding a little bit of offense to his game. That would be Dunn's third goal of the year, Teresinko's 20th assist, Shin's 22nd assist, power play goal, 17 minutes, 34 seconds into the third period. Two power play goals in one game. Can you believe it? The Blues had two power play goals in one game. That is such a shocker. Can they continue to have success? That's the big question. Will they continue to... To at least get some decent play on the power play would be very nice to see. This is the way the game would end: two to nothing, Blues. Big win at home. The Jets fall to 18-10 and five. The Blues improve to 22-10 and two. Shots on goal: 48 for the Jets, 30 for the Blues. Mason was tested, but Carter Hutton was tested a lot more. Blues penalty kill great the Jets were 0 for 4 in the power play the Blues were 2 for 5 on the power play Faceoffs 51% for the Blues 49% for the Jets Wheeler had seven shots Little had six shots Connor had seven shots Mason made 28 out of 30 saves on the Blues side of course Tereschenko had the power play goal as 15th and also added an assist Dunn had that power play goal as third goal of the year shin added an assist steen added an assist pareko added an assist and hutton made all 48 out of 48 saves let's go ahead and go to the post-game interviews where we're going to hear from carter hutton brayden shinn and of course coach mike on this big win over a division rival
5: yeah that's that's my game a couple weeks off and play but uh you know i thought we uh battled hard penalty goes great power play gets two huge goals and you know, I thought the first there were a lot of chances same thing the early second man I was running out of juice there early on and kind of settled in and then I thought we played really well you know I thought the third we played great um we did a great job and and then that's the difference you know we get a, a late goal and that kind of seals the deal what do you feel that I mean, is there a par, part in a game where a goalie just feels you're in a zone you're going to be you're going to be locked in from start to finish yeah you know it's it's weird it comes in different ways right I, tonight I was kind of like coming into the game of, a little more nerves, a little excitement, kind of a mixed emotions, and uh, you know, I I thought I settled in well right away. Um, First couple shots, I thought I was seeing it really good, tracking the puck off me, any rebounds, and they put a lot of pucks to the net too. Like, Wheeler does a good job of just shooting for rebounds in tough areas, and so for me, it almost gets me in the game in a way, like I like to compete and battle, and and I, I thought it really kind of played to my strength early on, and then I thought as the game went on, it was almost my puck handling took over. I thought I handled a lot of pucks and, uh, you know, and then we did a good job in the third of just, we didn't really give up a whole heck of luck. Do you
6: ever feel like after you gave 30 shots against, you're like, okay guys, I'm
5: warm, I'm warm. Yeah, yeah, no, at that point, the second, after their second power play there, I was like, you know, starting to play a little more structured and, you know, they were humming in the zone there and, And uh, but then I thought, you know, like I said, I thought we started getting some chances and I thought they really played great, too. That was just that was a great game,
7: I thought, for everybody involved. Carter, You touched on this before, but how how do you stay sharp in in between starts, especially coming off an injury? Well, um, you know, I I think I try
5: to do a good job of not I think I know I do a good job like in the gym with our with our staff. You know, our staff does a really good job of recognizing things that I need and, and things to get me stronger and be ready to be sharp on the ice and then. And then on the ice, you know, there's nothing that, just getting reps. You know, I'm out there all the time taking one-timers and getting my eyes sharp, taking a lot of rubber, moving my feet. And I think Dave Alexander, a goalie coach, does a heck of a job with me, uh, keeping me sharp and helping me find structure in my game to, you know, build on my uh, things that I need to, to have the strengths.
6: Yeah, We had a lot of chances tonight. Um, you know, I think when you play with a guy like that, uh, I feel, uh, you know, uh, it's easy. And you He's he's good at uh, finding that uh, open ice, and, and once you get the puck, he's kind of in that shooting position, uh, ready to shoot the puck. So uh, he had lots of chances tonight, and and uh, you know, good to uh, you know get some chemistry uh, back with him. You right.
5: played with probably a lot of good goalies there. Can you, can you recall a better performance than the one you saw
1: tonight?
6: Uh, that was uh, yeah, Hutz was uh, rock solid for us. Uh, you know, coming off uh, you know uh, uh, a week uh, you know away from the team and. And coming back and, and having a performance like that was awesome. Uh, we, that's what we need from our goalies. Um, you know, we're not scoring a, a ton of goals right now, but um, you know, goalies have been good for us, and, and uh, that was obviously the story again tonight. Second period, especially. I mean, did he just keep you guys afloat there when oh, yeah, they, they kept they, coming at you? Yeah, I mean, I think it was. Uh, you know, they've had, definitely had their chances. Um, you know we had our chances. Uh, both goalies played great tonight. Uh, Mason was awesome for them uh, too. so um, you know it was kind of a, it, it was a funny game. there, was, there wasn't really a, it wasn't really a stingy defensive game, but there was a lot of chances, but the goalies were just good uh, when you got an opportunity.
8: Did you feel better about the team's offense overall and two goals? Yeah,
6: we got, I mean, down the day we get two goals, uh, two power play goals. Power play. Uh, we talked. I've uh, been working on it. Uh, we talked about before the game. We got to be able to, you know, for not scoring, at least create momentum. We were able to get to tonight, and that was obviously the, the result in in a win. So, um, you know, uh, like I said, we're not scoring a ton of goals right now, um, but we're getting good goaltending. We just got to keep on chipping away at it, and and the goals will come. There wasn't.
9: A- yeah, he was. 48 saves good, is that what it was? Final count? He was really good. Um, I thought our third period we tightened up a little bit, uh, but obviously and and that's as tight as we want to be. That's a team that's going to find a way to get some chances. They've got a lot of skill, a lot of firepower, uh, but we gave up a little bit off the rush here tonight, but um, anytime we gave up something, Hutz was there. Second period, especially. Yeah, we didn't control the game like we normally do, um, but you know, it's uh, again, it's a good hockey team over there, and um, and I thought that in in the defensive effort, uh, we were very solid. Uh, you know, would like to see a little bit more zone time. Like to see a little bit more puck possession time, uh, because when a team like that has the puck as well as you want to defend, they're going to get some shots. They're going to get some opportunities. Again, I, I don't I don't think that we controlled the rush as well as we can. Um, you know, whether it's our gaps, whether it's our you know our fours and their help, uh, you know, as far as pushing them into our defense, but. Um, but all in all, still a pretty solid effort. I like
8: think the those, goalies, obviously, have had a mysterious world of their own. Yeah. But for Carter, off two weeks, yeah. come back from your first game back, and just, it's kind of a – you
0: shake your head? And, uh, uh,
9: yeah, well, you know what, like, and, and kind of – went back and forth as as far as uh, which game would be the right one for him to play this weekend. Thought maybe that uh, we'd play him tomorrow to give him an extra skate but uh, in talking with him and talking with uh, you know both Dave our, our goalie coach and Marty uh, both guys felt that he was ready tonight and clearly he was so he was sharp right from the start something to be said for uh, having a little bit of rest and a little time to clear the mind and and uh, and obviously he was excited to get back in the net and and we're excited to have him back. He didn't
7: score a lot of goals obviously but how important is it? To get that first goal again. Yeah, it's
9: been it's been a while here. You know, obviously that's been we've been we've been kind of digging a hole and and not finding a way to get that first one. So uh, I, I think that that was big. I think it was big to get uh, get something on the power play here tonight as well. Um, you know, again uh, who, we've been talking about that a little bit and uh, and I thought special teams were huge in the game. Obviously, special teams and goaltending is is, is enormous uh, at all times of the year and and uh, probably even more so now that we have some guys out of the lineup
7: a team that, that needs a win like you guys. And it's kind of, for lack of a better word,
5: fun that a guy like Carter Clutton is the one that
9: gets it Yeah, you. well, and, and Hutz was outstanding. There's no question. And, uh, you know, if he doesn't give us that performance, then we don't get the win. Uh, but I thought that we had a lot of good games tonight, you know, and, and and not necessarily, you know, as far as creating offense and just just dominating the play offensively, but a lot of really solid efforts. We asked the guys for a lot of the little things tonight, and we saw a lot of those little things, whether it's, uh, you know, a stick-on-puck, to you know, a block shot, um, just really key moments in the hockey game I thought those guys were engaged and ready for those situations
6: he seemed to be more assertive confident did you see that yeah he you know what
9: he seemed to be uh, um, skating and finding a way to get behind their defenseman be a threat off the rush Um, and uh, and obviously we we need him doing that so good to see him get one on the power play Uh, and uh, and obviously you know we need him to be a factor there too
6: but you've kind of distributed the personnel on the two units, but tonight you kind of loaded up. Just it's the decision there. Um,
9: you know, again, we've we've got guys out right now, and uh, and and so the way we were doing it before we felt with you know with the guys that we've had out that maybe uh, maybe we didn't have as much uh, firepower to balance things not necessarily balance things out because we still think that we have a, a group a very capable second group but um, but you know we, we just thought that we needed a change uh, given the way things had gone the past few days and and uh, and certainly worked out tonight uh, he just a uh, uh, lower body uh, tweak, something. I don't think it's going to be serious. So, uh, um, you know, heard that he's maybe even a possibility here in uh, the next day or so. So, uh, but but I haven't got f- full word on that yet.
6: Do you have an update on uh, and maybe Petro too?
9: Uh, yeah, uh, both guys are I would say possibilities tomorrow. Just leave it at that. Uh, not initially, no. no. Could potentially. Yeah. You had only two goals
8: tonight. One late. But did you feel you saw the improvements
9: you wanted? I, I felt that, that our guys were engaged, and you know, if this is what we need to do, then that's what we need to do. And that was the message, um, you know, yesterday on the ice after practice. Is you know, we've spent a lot of time talking about not scoring goals and and, and whatnot in the past couple of days. But you know, you can win games other ways. If we have to win one nothing, if you have to win two nothing, if you have to win two one, whatever you have to do, you have to find a way to do it. And uh, and I thought that our guys embraced that and uh, got a much needed win tonight.
2: It was a much needed win, and I know they only scored two goals, and I know the defense wasn't great. But sometimes you're going to have those games where you're not your best, and the goalie saves you. Sometimes you're going to have games where the goalie's not at his best and allows four goals, five goals, and you're going to have to score five, six, seven goals to win. And sometimes you do. That just happens. It wasn't the Blues' best game, but they got a win. There were a lot of mistakes on the defensive side. But Carter Hutton made up for those mistakes and kept a very good team off the scoreboard. To me, Carter Hutton's the number one, two, and three star in this. I know they made uh, Hutton a number one, and then they had, uh, I believe, Tarasenko number two and uh, Dunn number three, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong on the last two. In my mind, it was Hutton, 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 because without Carter Hutton, those two goals would have meant nothing. And Winnipeg could have very easily scored three to five goals, and we might be talking about a loss. So headed to Winnipeg for game two of this back-to-back. You're hoping the Blues can get a similar effort out of Jake Allen. You're hoping they can maybe get a couple more goals. And uh, Hellebuck is going to be in goal, their number one goalie. You know you're going to get a great effort from him. He's been playing very well this year. Mason's normally, like I said, not their number one. He's their backup, and he played well against the Blues. And you know Hellebuck's going to play well, and he did. He played very well against the Blues and made some very, very good saves to keep the Blues off the board early in this game.
0: And Pareko will take it back into his own end. Alexander Steen. Lead pass, Tarasenko, big save but got the blocker up.
2: The Blues have been very good with the stretch passes this year, and that was just another example. Steen to Tarasenko, but Buck was up to the task and made the great save. The Blues and the Winnipeg Jets, I thought, played very, very well in this first period. The Blues would uh, be outshot, though, 12-9 to 9 in this first period. Going into the second period, they would really put the pressure on Jake Allen. The Blues would only get six shots on goal, while the Jets would get 16, and not only just... 16 shots, but they would get two goals in the second period to go up 2 to nothing. One by Lowry and one by Patrick Lining. a power play goal.
0: Brandon Tanev. Tanev wide on Joel Edmondson. To the quarter boards they go. Caught to Lowry. Scores! Both defensemen went after Brandon Tanev and that made it an odd man rush down low for the Jets and Adam Lowry with his fifth of the year breaks the
8: ice in this one. Well two things. we've seen the forecheck uh, out of this line uh, all season and uh, here they are uh, getting in on it uh, behind the net. Uh, great play Cobb gets it puts it back door to Lowry empty net great play great play talk about taking a hit to make a play and boy caught by there wasn't a bunch of room there to find that space uh, underneath the sliding St. Louis Blues defenseman uh, gets it for Truba. down for Matthew Perot parole for lion a lion
0: scores patrick lion had not scored a power play goal since the game in detroit came into tonight tied for the NHL lead in power play goals he now has the lead by himself that is his 10th power
2: play goal that first goal by lowry was caused by just a bad bad defensive decision Pareco and Edmondson went behind the, the goal to take a player. It left Lowry wide open, and he's not going to make a mistake like this. He had three feet wide open, nothing Jake Allen could do. Lowry gets his fifth goal. Cop gets his fifth assist. Taniv gets his sixth assist 432 into the second. One to nothing. Winnipeg. And of course, that power play goal. Patrick Liney is 16th, his 10th power play goal of the year. Perot gets his 10th assist. Truba gets his ninth assist, 1513 of the second. They are up two to nothing. The Blues really, in my mind, they had a couple good opportunities against Hellebuck, but not great opportunities. And the Winnipeg dominance would continue in the third period.
0: Andrew Cox slows up in the Blues zone. Jets are changing. Morrissey has a
8: Well what what a play right uh, Dennis Uh, and we just finished speaking about uh, Morrissey and the defensive side and and making a great play. Uh, Boy it uh, starts with Truba in his own end but just a great job by getting it out. And Here comes uh, the Winnipeg Jets into the end zone. Cobb does a great job maintaining possession and there's Morrissey picking it up off the sideboards putting it to the net uh, Shifley and he does this so well, six. driving that center
0: Down line. for Wheeler. Plays the carom off the quarterboard perfectly. Morrissey scores! Morrissey starts the play. Wheeler to Morrissey, and Morrissey
8: finishes the play. Well, what a play by uh, Morrissey what a finish Uh, great play great shot but uh, a big part of this play is Tara Sanko losing his stick you see him he doesn't have a stick there he swats at the puck to try and get it out after that he goes to the bench now he's going to the bench to grab a stick you see him kind of peel off on the left side there he's gone. And eventually there he is wide open. When I say there he is, there's Josh Morsey at the top of the slot.
2: Two more goals for the Jets, put them up in a commanding four to nothing lead. Blues are just not looking good at this point. Those two goals by the Jets. Mark Shifley gets his fifteenth goal Morrissey gets his eighth assist Cop gets his sixth assist to make it three to nothing at 11 54 the third Josh Morrissey gets the fourth goal his fifth of the year Wheeler gets an assist this 31st assist 31 assists, guys wow Truba gets his 10th assist and that makes it four to nothing and that's exactly how this game went in four to nothing Winnipeg the Blues fall to 22 11 and two the Jets go to 19, 10, and 5. Blues had 24 shots on goal. The Jets had 46. So between Saturday and Sunday, the Jets had 94 shots on goal. You don't win games. A lot of them, when out of two games, you give up 94 shots. The Blues in the power play, 0 for 4. The Jets were 1 for 4 off The Jets, 56%. The Blues, 44%. Tarasenko had four shots. Edmondson had two shots. Shin had two shots. Jake Allen made 42 out of 46 saves. Line gets a power play goal, his 16th goal of the year, and his 10th power play goal of the year to lead the league. Shifley gets his 15th goal. Morrissey gets his fifth goal and an assist. Lowry gets a goal, his fifth. Truba gets his two assists. And Hellebuck makes 24 out of 24 saves. Tough, tough game. Blues did not play very well defensively in front of... Jake Allen. They just did not, and you're not going to win games like that. Before I forget, let's go ahead and head to the post-game interviews where we're going to hear from Steen, Petrangelo, and of course Coach Mike on this disappointing loss.
10: I think they uh, jumped on our turnovers and pressured us back. And, um, you know, we just weren't strong enough tonight.
7: hit. They simply just, uh, you know, just a hard team to slow down. I mean, that's a lot of shots you guys faced in two nights here.
10: Yeah, I think um... You know, like I said, I think we were a little too spread out. We weren't as connected tonight. Um, turned some pucks over that kept coming back at us.
7: Any easy answers to getting the, the offense going?
10: Um, we got to get more direct in, in our game. I think uh, play some more sustained ozone time as well. I think we've been a little bit too uh, one and done and lately. but. Um, You know saying that we've had our looks tonight too in first half of the game. We had some two on ones uh, You know some good opportunities on the power play that didn't go in Um, Again, it's the uh, That little extra effort to get the puck over the line
3: How hard is it to win two games in in 24 hours though against the same team?
10: Uh, I mean it's hard fought games, I think the uh, you know, both games were were battles. I think tonight we just weren't as sharp as them, and that ended up costing us the game.
7: Did it feel like a similar game? At least, you know, until because they 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 had a kind of the edge of the play last night in the second period. But you guys held them off the board. Did it, did it feel like a similar style game?
10: Um, yeah. I mean, it's the same two teams they're playing against each other. I thought they uh, they had a push last game, and we had a couple pushes as well. It kind of went back and forth, and we were able to. Win the special teams battle yesterday, and and then um, you know tonight was same. I thought we came out with some good jump early in the first, and and you know got some really good chances. I think the second period they pushed us back a little bit and grabbed a hold of the momentum, and um, you know we just just sharpness wasn't there. I felt good to get back out there. It's not fun watching, but obviously it's not fun when you come back and you. Lose the game, so. Um, but yeah, it's good. Me and Brody both happy to be back in the S. Yeah, had
7: over 40 shots both games. What uh, are they just that that good or?
10: Um, I mean, they're good offensive. We know that. I think uh, you know we gotta control the pace of the game a bit more. I don't think we really had much control. I don't think we played in the offensive zone enough tonight to kind of tire them out. It seemed like we were running around our end more than uh, they were in their end, which is what our game is. So um, something we gotta take a look at.
7: Team has had obviously trouble scoring lately. Is it is it more than just missing some some people like yourself and Jay? Well,
10: it doesn't help, but same thing. I think uh, we gotta find a way to get to the harder areas. Gotta find a way to create you know sustain some offensive zone time. And again, I don't know how many shots we had, but don't think we're shooting enough.
7: Had some good good chances. Looked like didn't it in, in the first period yeah, anyway. Good chances,
10: but you're not gonna score on every chance. So the more chances you create, the better you're gonna be. But. If we tighten up defensively, we still have a chance. We got to find a way to uh, obviously limit our opportunities.
7: A lot of shots. Uh, uh, yeah. Any
10: anything you can. Uh... Too many shots against. That's not us.
9: Uh, you know, we're typically one of the top teams in the league for shot suppression and uh, chance suppression, and uh, and uh, a little bit too easy to play against the last couple of games. It's just they're that skilled or stuff you're not doing. Oh I think that they're a skilled team there's, there's no question on that but uh, but we're not hard enough we're not firm enough in our game not, uh, we're not tight in our game when we are then uh, then we're a dangerous team we create offense off that um, and so we have to we have to get that back. It's the end of a tough stretch that's certainly not an excuse but uh, what we have now is a day of rest and, uh, and a practice
7: day and both those things will be good for us. Uh, good to get Alex and Kyle back. Obviously, Alex out for four, four yeah. days. How, how yeah, yeah.
9: It's obviously you want to have healthy bodies back. But uh, um, you know, again, we, I, not, don't want any focus on who's in, who's out of the lineup. We have guys in the lineup. We have to, uh, you know, a job to do. And
7: so, uh, certainly, we are capable tonight. We didn't get it done. Offensive problems. Uh, Continue. I mean, there's obviously not an easy answer, yeah, I guess. It's, there is. it's hard to create offense
9: when you're playing in your own zone. And uh, and again, we're giving up 40-plus shots a night right now. Uh, that means other the other team has the puck too much. And so we have to be sharper. Uh, number one, execution. Uh, not sharp enough in our transition game from coming out of our zone and through the neutral zone. Uh, that leads to too many turnovers. That uh, leads to pressure in our own zone. Uh, and so again, when when we're on top of things, we're defending hard, we're playing tight, we create uh, turnovers off that, and then and then we go. Uh, how was Jake tonight? How would you say he played? Uh, I thought you know I, was, I thought Jake played really well. I think probably the second one was uh, um, probably one that he may want back, but you know again, you look at the quality of chances he was there. He gave us a chance to grab the lead and and uh, to keep us in it for a, a long period of time. Second period again seemed to be the because yeah, they yeah, they down. So you got the long change. That's where it's. That's where it matters when you check and when you execute and uh, and those things weren't good enough. they were better in those areas.
2: It was a very tough weekend for the Blues defense. They did not play well, like I said, they allowed ninety six shots forty six one game forty eight another game. You can't do that. yes, they won Saturday, two to nothing, but man, they were very fortunate. If it wasn't for Carter Hutton, they probably could have been beat five to two, four to two, six to two, whatever. Carter Hutton saved them. Jake just wasn't able to. There was too many guys open on Sunday. And when there's guys open and they've got open net, you're not going to make a lot of those saves. You're just not. And when you go against a guy like Patrick Laine, who knows where to put the puck in small spaces, did you see where he put that shot at? I mean, my goodness. Very few players could put that shot there. Jake was in very good position. He probably should have come out a little bit more, but he wasn't in terrible position. I'd say probably two of those goals were his fault. The other two were not. You got to Keep your goalie defended. You got to get the guys out of the front of the net. You got to stay with your guy. You got to make sure guys don't get open. You got to keep pressure on the offensive end. And the Blues didn't really do that in either game. They really didn't. They were very fortunate to win that game Saturday. And like I said, Carter Hutton was the one, two, and three star of that game. Take away Carter Hutton and the way he played. The Blues lose that game and we're talking about two losses in a a row. Hey, they got a win. I'm happy about that. I'm not trying to be Mr. Negative here. A win's a win regardless of whether you win one to nothing and play terrible or regardless of whether you win five to four and play terrible or you win five to four and play really well. The other team was just playing well. A win's a win, but you got to look at what this team needs to work on. They have to work on getting these shots down, like I said, at the beginning of the year, 28 and under. The Blues can do that. They're going to win most games, especially if they get it under 25, they're going to win most games. I don't fault Jake Allen for that loss on Sunday. You know, you could have had anybody in there and facing that many shots, quality shots, and that much pressure, and they're probably going to lose that game. Jake didn't have his best game, but I don't blame that game on Jake Allen. I blame it on the defense. Allowing it too much pressure, too much of the Winnipeg Jets, just being able to stay in the Blues in and putting pressure on Jake Allen. You've got to stop this. You know, one thing I noticed on Sunday, Petrangelo didn't look the same. I honestly think he's still injured a little bit and came back early. And that's what a captain does. It's what a leader does. He was not at his best, but he gave it his all. And the Blues just really needed him in there. He's going to get better after the injury. I'm sure we're going to see a much better Petrangelo in this coming West Coast road trip. They're going to have a couple days off, Monday and Tuesday. And then they go back at it Wednesday in Calgary. And then the next night, back to back, they go to Edmonton and then Vancouver. They've got to take two out of three of these next three games. They really have to. They've got to cut down on the shots. That's the main thing. Then they come home to play Nashville on the 27th. They go on the road to play Dallas. Then they're back home to finish out the month and the year against Carolina. This team needs to shore things up. I fully understand the injuries. I really do. When a team's thin, You're going to see things like this happen. You're going to see to where they don't score a lot of goals. You're going to see where they give up a lot of shots. But the Blues have to weather through it, get their players healthy. Guys start stepping up more than they maybe have. And if we get that, the Blues are going to be successful. Get back to their game. Under 28 shots, sustained pressure, and the offensive end. Get the guys in front of the net on your side, and you're going to score goals. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this combo podcast where we went over both Blues games against the Winnipeg Jets, one at home on Saturday, and one on the road in Winnipeg. We'll be back on Thursday to recap the Blues-Calgary game, which takes place Wednesday at 8.30 Central. Make sure you watch it. Until then, let's go Blues.